Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Anne Steve Talk Stuff. We have gone from monthly to weekly because, well, let's face it, everything else has changed in the world. So uh, why not change the rate at which we release these podcasts? Sorry, Steve. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm leaning into uh, this new routine. It feels like I'm working far more. Um, okay. If you, like, like, it feels like it's because I'm physically in the same place academics you know there's a there's a a kind of an image that academics spend all their time like just in an office beavering away but actually it's a a very very social activity Mm -hmm. um and so the fact that i'm physically located you know in my spare room talking to you from an ironing board is uh it's just a bit different um and i think all of the kind of personal contacts that sort of make the university work um they're now all happening on sort of skype zoom teams you know, signal, WhatsApp, name the thing. So, you know, like everyone else, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, like, like, well, not like everyone else. Uh, I, I think I have to recognize that it's a very privileged position I'm in. That I can of work. Of course. From home. And, um, so, so that's, you know, it's an important point to make, right? Uh, is that I can work from home. Um, I am adjusting. The kids are adjusting too. Um, inter- interestingly, the kids have awarded themselves a four day work week. I'm very proud of them. So I know, right? Um, they they have a quantum of work, schoolwork that they need to get through, and they were like, "We could just get through this in four days, and then take the fifth day off." What do you think? And I was like, "That's fine. That's completely fine. That's that's why would why would I be like, no, you must do nine to five minutes? No, no, no. Of course, I'm not going to let them play like you know Grand Theft Auto for eight hours on the Friday, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or um, or ever preferably. Or ever because it's, it's a terrible, terrible game. game. <laughs> it's a terrible game. It's a terrible game. Uh, it is a terrible game. Yeah. Well, no, I, like, this guy has a yeah. Sorry, go on. No, no. Um, I I I'm just saying I'm very proud of them for organizing and uh, yeah. getting themselves together and realizing this work can be done in this amount of time, which is what we've been talking about. Is like. I think it's quite interesting that we have started this podcast about imagining different types of worlds, imagining different types of way of operating. And here we are in the middle of a big snowball shake change of everything, you know, and here your kids are responding by going, yeah, yeah. we can get yeah. the work done. So why not? Yeah. Why not? And uh, We're doing these things where being housebound, um, they're they're being creative while also being housebound so there's this guy his name is uh i keep getting his name wrong i keep calling him john wick his name is not john wick because that's the murdering lad on the on the telly no his name is joe wick and what this guy joe Joe, he's he's very different from john wick but this and i'm helping out with their one one second session uh, 9 to 9.30 every morning. We'll just go back one second there, Stephen, because yeah. let's face it, uh, technology is a new thing. We're recording this through something else again today and we lost the last sentence of what you just said. Or I lost it. Ah, crap. Okay, so, Sorry. so what we're doing... Joe Wick. No worries. No worries. So, so, so this guy, basically, he just said, I will live stream a 30-minute PE session every morning, 9 to 9.30, and I'll do it on YouTube. And we'll all do it live. And like a million people are signing up to do this. And it's a really great idea. So, you know, everyone's getting a little bit of fitness in the, in the middle of the day because, you know, that's what they weren't, they, you know, they were kind of sitting around before that. So I think we are adapting to this new routine rather quickly. And mm. I was writing 
today in in um in the, on the currency dot news that I was like, I wonder how many of these changes are going to stick, mm. right? So there's this guy. His name was Carl Pollyani, and he wrote a book in 1944 called The Great Transformation. And he talked a lot about how the market society it's the idea that you are a worker and you go to work and earn money and that you buy a house and then you know you raise some kids and then they go and work that thing um it, it basically changed it, it it didn't just it's not just a different way of doing society it's a different way of being a human mm-hmm. and his it's a really profound book and he talks about this great transformation of what it means and he you know he says like your beliefs what you believe about the world is completely anchored in the economic system that you live in right and there's a really interesting point like like so so if you just imagine what an uber driver believes about the world right yeah and a, a public servant believes around the world like it's just a different it's they're a different set of incentives right and now we're in a situation where the economy is effectively on life support the government yeah. has injected a lot of money in to help lots and lots of people it's done a fantastic job genuinely fantastic job uh in 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 doing that um and we are having to really focus on the non-economic parts of our life right Mm -hmm. like our our economic selves have been kind of stripped away from us they've been paused somewhat and we've been had to you know so then there's all these people who are like staring at their families going who are you (laughs) what do you do again (laughs) i have three children you know and it's it's and, and 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 the busyness the busyness of our lives has just gone away, you know. Yeah. I, I, I have a very good friend who has a uh, who has a more than two hour commute. That's gone, right? Yeah. So he's just been given four extra hours in the day, with in with which to do what? Yeah. And and and, and people that his job his job is now to um, uh, homeschool his kids, uh, uh, mind mind his 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 parents, and mm. uh, clean his house. Um, you know, play games with his kids. So they're playing a board game every night and all this. And it's, um, I said, like, how are you getting on? He says, it's driving me crazy, but I'm actually really enjoying just hanging out with kids. It's really nice. Um, yeah. We have a on post, on post, the post, the post men and women are, yeah. uh, have, have decided that their job, in addition to delivering our stuff, you know, <laughs> in addition to delivering our, you know, <laughs> Our mint edition Dungeons and Dragons dice, uh, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> which we absolutely need in a pandemic. Absolutely. Um, are, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're deciding that they're um, they're going to check in on the uh, uh, people in our society who need it most. So it's this really interesting moment. And the question is, yeah. how much of it is going to stay? I like to imagine that the whole world just got injected with a small dose of OCD. Like we just oh, been I dosed. We think so. Just been yeah. dosed with OCD. So we're all kind of looking at each other. Did you wash your hands? 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 And like everyone's like, look at my hands. They're red raw. Jesus, I've already done. You know, um, uh, and there are all these profound changes. Gastroenterologists yeah. demand for gastroenterologist services have gone through the floor, not because people are scared to go into hospital, because they're washing their hands more. Okay. You know, um, if all anybody who does events, you know, needs to rethink their their world. Uh, obviously anybody who does higher education completely different situation and like are we going to go back to standing in a lecture hall going blah 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 like maybe but also maybe not you know yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in 
maybe we're maybe we have like another Pollyannian great transformation coming. Mm. Well, I think this is yeah. the thing. Like, can we? Like, the uh, other, the, to the, the other thing is mm-hmm. like we we now have a one tier healthcare system, something mm. we were told we we couldn't have, and hey presto under severe circumstances it's happened i mean mm-hmm. what I, I mean what do you think is that gonna last or no it can't last it can't last and the reason it can't last is because it's so phenomenally expensive to do it so mm-hmm. we didn't nationalize the hospitals what we're doing is paying the hospitals mm-hmm. to, we're paying private hospitals to be public hospitals for a while and that's grand like, like and they're doing they're, they're gonna do a great job the doctors in there are really good and you know all that um the food's probably better and the, the 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 all that stuff, but like fundamentally, like the to support this, to support this, we're going to spend an extra three hundred million quid a week to do all these changes. You know, so childcare workers and you know the, the everybody, like we're we're you know we're we're, we're saving businesses. We're making sure the, the the self-employed are okay, which the UK still haven't figured out. We're making sure that um, child, you know, that, that, that the health system is, is, is going to do its thing. And mm. there's a giant shipment of personal protective equipment going to land in a day or two. It's going to basically just sort us out for years to come. You know, yeah. like, so the, the, the question is, can we do that indefinitely? The answer is no, unless we're all willing to pay a lot more in tax. Like okay. a lot more like yeah a lot so essentially essentially there's two i was going to say there are 2.3 million people working in this economy and there are not i don't know how many people are working in this economy uh, we'll know on the 30th of march actually uh, okay i don't i do not know how many people are working in this economy the unemployment rate is going to go up we don't know by how much uh, yeah well, we're podcast, talking we'll know yeah, because we we were talking pretty much a week ago. We were talking on the 18th. Today is the 26th uh, that we're recording this. And um, uh, yeah, we were kind of roughly estimating maybe it could be 50% or it could be, you know, and this... Mm-hmm. Uh, I swear, and this is why we've we've upped the 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 frequency of the episodes because everything's changing so rapidly. I mean, even mm-hmm. I have some figures here on the 18th there were 438 cases of COVID-19 yeah. in Ireland. There's now 1,564 confirmed. That yeah. There's going to be more tonight. Mm. There was one or two deaths and there's now nine. And yeah. it's that everything is changing so rapidly. Um, and obviously it's very scary. And I, and I, we said last week, you know, those conversations are to a penny, the, the, the scary conversations. And yeah. um, I think what, this space is about us talking stuff is um you know i of course we don't know what it's going to be like but i suppose being a bit kind of cold and fascinated and experimentally and looking at this like a big laboratory what possible let's say if this all ended in two months time for example what could be anything we could expect to come out of this so i'm not I, I i don't think it'll end in two months um no no I, mind, I don't either yeah in my mind i i can see us getting back to something approaching normal on the first of september right um and that, that won't look normal either because you know there's there's talk about the leaving cert basically being done in august or september and the university is coming back in november that kind of thing you know so it won't yeah. 
feel normal for quite some time. Um, I've seen, and it won't look normal for lots of businesses because they will either have shut or they'll be working on a very, very restricted rota. So for example, um, uh, I saw some modeling on, in the hospitality sector, which said that, um, you know, it's going to take 62 weeks for a business, you know, for just a, just a cafe or something to basically get back to the financial position that they were in before the crisis. So, you know, um, we're gonna, so, so it's going to feel weird for a while and there's going to be all these weird second order and third order effects. So a really mm-hmm. simple example is universities. Basically, I, I think the average person imagines that the universities are paid for by taxes and mm-hmm. that is true, but it's only 50%, only 50% of the income of a university comes from the state. The other 50% comes from private sources like um, international students and philanthropy and industrial funding and whatever. So, uh, that's all gone, right? So international students, that's going to be a problem. We are going to see a situation where, you know, obviously the industrial sort of people aren't going to um, pay up and like, it's going to be a, quite a different situation, right? So mm. that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a big thing in the university sector, but that's only one example of like second order effects. Like they're not directly affected necessarily yeah and um, but the, just by dint of this being a giant crisis they're affected and you're going oh my god like what, what does this what does this mean if you just translate that out across the economy it, it just means that people are going to spend a lot longer r- returning to some kind of normal and then the question is what is that normal yeah because i don't think it's the normal that existed in february Right, I think it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I think the idea of my mate driving two hours each way, like as like like imagine a situation where people get used to the idea because it's been two or three months of we spend you know we do a board game every night and you know we're doing exercise in the morning like you've got a very you know like healthy lifestyle right it's a very good Mm. thing, or you're in a household where none of that's true right where maybe the relationship uh, between the parents isn't the best yeah or uh, uh you, you have a lot more caring to do like yeah. like in both cases it's more intense right in both cases it's more intense but in, i'm so sorry yeah. for that noise sorry about that i forgot to put my phone on silent oh my it's goodness okay. i'm it's mortified okay. Okay. sorry you You're were mortified. speaking about- <laughs> Mortified. Uh, as you were making yeah. a really serious uh, point, Stephen, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. no, no, no. As you were saying, it's all good. Uh, what was I saying? You say about the family um, where maybe the situation is not uh, positive. Um, yeah, so, so it's an intensification of the, the social part of life, right? The non market part of life and it is far more intense and some some in some cases it's going to be really really good for people and they're not going to want to go back and in some cases it's going to be really bad for people right so if you're mm. in a household where there's you know some kind of abuse going on or where, where you just you, you just have people who are a lot more worried right got to acknowledge that the level of background anxiety in society is a lot higher you know yeah. i see people i see people at running now and they've never run once in their lives, you know, but they're out running. And I'm thinking, why are you running? You know, there is no marathon for which you must train. Why are you running? And the answer is you need to get out and get away from people. And sometimes, yeah. like, that's fine. You need space. You need, you need to clear your head. That's totally cool. But um, in, in, other, in other cases, 
uh, I would imagine, like, I just, I just think those polls, those two kind of case studies, the two scenarios mm. are, um, yeah, they're, 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 they're on the social side of things. They're quite interesting. The well, SRI I know that's, of, yeah. Sorry, no, I know myself and Jenny are at a point where, uh, we were kind of going for a walk together every day and now we're like, maybe we'll, uh, you know, go for separate walks. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like, fine, sure. you know, like it's, we're in the house together. Maybe my walk can be at a different time to yours or, you know, um, so. And that's fine. Yes, of course. And that's of course. fine. You know, but are, are, uh, just in case people have been lying awake at night worried, my, my shed has finally... <gasps> tell us about your shed. We can move now. <laughs> we can move now because... Okay, so tell us the story of the shed. And like, tell us the... Tell us the... Tell us the... Uh, this saga. Shed it's saga. So, it's so fascinating. Yeah. People are just going to be yes. glued to their earphones. Everyone. Um, I mean, coronavirus and the, and the large scale, you know, reorganization of society. That's fine. That's fine, Anne Blake. That's fine. Yes. But like, also, sheds. Okay. Sheds. So now, do you know? Sheds. Tell sheds. us. Okay. T- take, if people haven't um, listened to the podcast before, explain why the shed <laughs> has acquired such mythic Mjolnir-like significance. In, well, frankly, uh, all yes. of our lives. Key and two. Like, we're all... You, you know, know, you send us all a text saying, "Oh my God, it's here!" <laughs> I, I was working. I was actually on a totally different call. I got your text, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> people were like, "What? what? What's wrong, Stephen?" I was like, "It would take too long to explain." <laughs> my friend just got a shed, and they're like, "That that that's got nothing to do with this." <laughs> no Christ, the situation we're dealing with. I was like, "I think it's kind of sad that it came to an end." Yeah, I'm, so, yeah. I'm sorry, Kian. Are you sad, Kian? Are you sad that it's over? It was just something to look no, forward to. It's not over. It's not over. So, so, okay. So, tell us the story of the shed while I've, while I've like, maximally bigged it up. Uh, well, I know. I know. It's, people are just going to be talking about this for, for, for years to come. Um, basically, we in our house. Run tours choir, into it when it's over. Oh, what's that? I said we can run tours into it when it when, I know, when the place I is know. over. Like, you know. If my Wi-Fi was strong enough in the garden, I would have broadcast from there. Um, basically, we have needed a shed for some time. <laughs> and uh, because of the kind of house we have, doesn't really have a garage or that. And there's like, you know, a shovel in the utility room. And just stuff that should not be in a house is in the house. And anyway, a shed was on the cards for quite some time. And then my wife, Jenny, decided to run for election. And then Why that was it. There was no shed. No shed coming at no all. Shed. And then no we were like, okay, the election's over. Life's getting back to normal. Coming into the spring, want to reorganize our house. Time to get the shed. So we ordered yeah. the shed. And then the coronavirus kicked in. Well, it was kicking in for a while. But suddenly we were looking at lockdown. And that was the mm. word on everyone's lips. And we had paid for half. And we had a date. And we were so excited. And then this you know people can't businesses are going to have to close that aren't essential but like yeah our shed is essential i really hope that's an essential service <laughs> and thankfully shed delivery services yeah and uh, we are not in lockdown as of now which uh, time recording which is the 26th of march that might be different when you're listening to this or whenever on when this goes out um but thankfully yesterday the 25th of march the shed arrived and is in my garden and i just can't wait to put all the shit from my house (laughs) into the shed (laughs) my life's gonna be better i've decided everything's gonna be fine 
you know, this, all the stuff so, I just put on the long finger. So what's the square footage of your house? Ah, like how big is your house? No, look, seriously, like, I, because I, well, what I want to do is... I don't so, know. So, you don't know how big your house is? I, no, of course I don't. I mean, what do you mean you I, don't know how big your house is? Okay, is that a normal thing to know? It's a completely normal thing to know. Keen, how big is your house? I don't know how big my house is. Thank you. Jesus Keen. Christ. <laughs> See, this is Keen's normal like, humans. I totally know how big my house is. Oh, I, I, what I we can do that. is... What we, what we could do, we could, you still should know how, how much space you're renting. I have enough. You know, have, you, have, you not compu- <laughs> have you not computed the price per square foot or square meter uh, or whatever? Oh, there's enough for me and the dog. I'm happy. Enough. So, you're, so, so that's a perfect example of what's called satisficing. So, so you don't want to maximize your, your living space or whatever. You're just, you're just happy with what, you know, you get a certain thing and you're satisfied and that's all good. Enough for mm. you and the dog. Happy days. <laughs> so um, the, reason, the reason is, the reason is, and like your um, your living area has just expanded by some percentage. Yes. Right? Is it ten percent bigger? Twenty percent bigger? Thirty percent bigger? This is an interesting question, right? Yes, for for it's an interesting with, question with brains like yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really interesting question. So, so the so, you know, the reason it's really interesting, right? The reason it's really interesting is the price per square foot for the shed is far lower than the price per square foot of like your kitchen right because obviously it's not insulated whatever but you can actually buy specific sheds that are kitted out like offices mm-hmm. right and they cost they cost more but not like that much more right like yeah. you know like seriously not that much more and i looked at this recently um uh, inspired by by your shed by the saga of your shed i thought wouldn't it be great if i too had a shed but which which would hold instead of you know shovels Yes. We hold Stevens. So I can move all my books and shit outside into the back garden and then my wife be rid of me. Happy days. Yes. Well, and it that, turns a friend out of mine, Sorry, great. a friend of mine is, is yeah. trying to do that at the moment because her fella is at home working from home and they now mm-hmm. realize we need an office. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure a lot of people are in the same situation as you. I need a space that isn't exactly. in the house. Uh, anyway, I interrupted you. Uh, you said No, no, no. But I just I'm really interested in this because the what we want to do in our lives is kind of have a bigger space or have a much more efficient space and mm-hmm. you know use things in different ways and this is an idea of like using our back garden which you know we basically the only thing we do essentially is grow weeds in our back garden and 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 store rusting bicycles so it would be great if we could use it more efficiently and i was saying mm-hmm. wouldn't it be wouldn't it be brilliant and then uh, uh, my wife was like, "Will you be gone soon? Because I'm sicky." And I was like, "Yes, yes, yes, brilliant." Uh, but it turns out, it turns out that actually, this what what the, it's not called. Oh, we've lost you there a second. Uh, it's really, really popular. We yeah. lost. We lost. Yeah. We lost. So it's, um, um, yeah, it's uh, like I said, it was a. Yeah, the internet is not our The internet anymore. is. So if you just go back, uh, you were just about to say something really important about the nature of the space in the back garden. Yeah, so, the, it's, so it's the nature, it's in the nature of our existence that we want larger amounts of space or maybe more efficiently used space. So um, and we want a nicer space. And that's why I think that in the future, IKEA will become a religious experience let me elaborate. So, I kind of feel it is already a bit. 
Yeah, I, I feel like what it really is, is like, it's just, it's basically just stress testing for marriages, actually. Because <laughs> you can see people going, I don't know if I'm happy anymore. You know, by the end of it, people, people need a meatball break in the middle. Nice just to be like, yeah, and then they get an ice cream at the end. Like, well done. Well, you, you little, you, what did you yeah. mean by a religious experience? Okay, so, the, so, you know, when you walk around a church and you see sort of, the 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 the, um there's sometimes they're paintings but they're often they're friezes or they might be like almost dioramas and it's just christ on his journey you know Mm the the oh the stations of the cross the The stations of the cross yeah so um uh and that idea of um what you're doing is you're being brought through this kind of journey right and it's obviously a, a, a a an elemental journey of pain and then redemption and then and then uh, uh being brought back right but that idea if you just think about that for a second and you transpose it to an ikea shop right you're mm-hmm. being brought through now obviously without the torture and the death but you're being brought through these dioramas and like mm-hmm. this is your kitchen this is a kitchen that you could have with all the stuff and it's nice and it's green and you know and then this is your living room look at this diorama lifestyle and it's like the stations of the cross you know, it's the same idea. And I was thinking, if we become more and more and more consumerist, then IKEA will become our church. It'll be like this religious experience. So IKEA as a religious experience, I know people who go there and they want to go there and they find the dioramas comforting because they're like, oh, this is our idealized lifestyle. Whereas I find the entire process extraordinarily frustrating. Like, like, I will only go under protest with a with a defined list. I will buy the list and I literally <laughs> time myself to get out of there because I don't want to be part of the diorama experience. But I know people who do they really like it. And, do you um, not get I, um, do you yeah. not get glamoured and like oh we totally need that um, stylized toilet brush that <laughs> you know shaped like a swan or whatever you know just drawn <laughs> in glamoured by a toilet brush. <laughs> 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 that's awesome <gasps> I must have it <laughs> well I could do my first I've actually yeah. only been to Ikea once and um, I th- this really strong memory of uh, walking along with Jenny and you know as you say it's stress testing for marriages everyone's a little bit I want you know let's go everything's just a little bit yeah. tense and, and passive aggressive mm, and then there was this soundtrack along with us this squeaking and, you know, it was kind of gen- gently adding to the anxiety and the fury. And it's like, what is that? And we realized we kind of fallen in step with the family. And uh, the child was wearing shoes that were toys that squeaked on every step. Oh, my in God. I- in Ikea. Like, oh, my God. If, there, <laughs> oh if it's God. a church, could that be a mortal sin? Could that be... Oh. My God. We just, you know, we said we're going to hang in this <laughs> random kitchen. Who buys that? Who buys and that brings them, me? and brings them walking for two hours around Ikea, around other humans like us. <laughs> Whatever what they're doing to themselves. Like I oh had to be God. there with them. And so we oh just, my God. yeah, we just fell out of step with it. Like we just said, let's hang around this kitchen a little bit longer and they'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah squeaky yeah. toy and shoes. Then you bought a new kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so 
it's and great. That's how it was I like, bought this new kitchen. <laughs> it was actually IKEA marketing. They sent the child in. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deploy the irritators. You know. Okay, and you go. You know. <laughs> but yes, it, I, it's a funny. I remember years ago, many years ago, uh, during Celtic Tiger, a friend of mine saying. Uh, he said, you know, what do people do on Sunday? They go to B&Q. They go, like, that's the new mass. Mm -hmm. So he was on to a similar kind of thing. It was more about that's what our Sundays are now. They're not church. They're consumerist yeah. or, or, or whatever. Yeah, they're, they're, they're consumers. But of course, the church is a consumerist experience um, and, 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 and always has been. You know, there's, mm -hmm. a, there's a donation idea. And, a, you know, there is a, there's a thing that you are consuming there. But... Um, it, it, it is it is really interesting I, uh, one of the books one of the books that um uh, has has been propping up my laptop on my um on my ironing board is is this um this book uh it's, it's called a history of the bible and it's a really 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 good book by john barton it's very academic-y but it's really interesting that mm -hmm. you know this thing that was constructed like it is a constructed object, you know, it is a, mm. it is a, it's a profound meditation as well, but it's also something that's, that it's, it's a very political document and it's fascinating. It is fascinating. Oh, cool. Cause, cause, um, I, uh, I, when I was in, when I was living in Australia, I did this thing where I decided to compare world religions just, and it was really, really interesting, you know, how the, how the faiths evolve, how they influence each other, how they, yeah. yeah so it's cool. So I, I've kind of had this like side interest, in a lot for in kind of understanding of this because if you want to understand society you have to understand belief and there's mm -hmm. no better place to 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 find a, a study of belief than a 2000 year old experiment that's been run on in multiple contexts by yeah. uh, thousands of people you know and uh and Actually, is that's, yeah that's yeah. an interesting thing like out of all this i mean churches are closed people can't go to mass yeah. anymore i know for my mm -hmm. for my dad i'm feeling it because my dad um is now living on his own and loves church loves prayer meetings and all that yeah. has has stopped for him i mean yeah i i know this isn't quite an economics but it's a social question i mean yeah what is the fallout from all this gonna be do you think like just hypothesizing um, um, so I think for, for your dad, my hope would be that the churches will reopen, mm -hmm. right? Uh, like the, 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 there were Protestant churches in the UK that have been uh, worshipping continuously since the 12th century. And they closed, you know, so like, wow. just, it, it, yeah, 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 like it's really serious. It shows how serious the whole thing is. Um, and, and the Irish pubs closed. Yeah. Yes, yes, but the off licenses didn't. <laughs> no, no um, but sorry, whatever about your 12th century uh, church, whatever yeah, yeah, about that, yeah, yeah. the pubs are closed. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's the context yeah. of it, the catastrophe and the apocalypse, yeah, like. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. I think yeah. They, they did. I, it was interesting as a signal. So if you watch kind of, you know, uh, Tonight with John Oliver or any of these kind of talk shows, they're like, the coronavirus, it's so serious, Ireland shut its pubs the day before Paddy's Day. Really, you know, and people are like, "Oh, okay, yeah, they're taking it seriously." And um, yeah, it has it has been interesting actually talking with uh, colleagues in the UK as well about like just how seriously we've taken it and how sort of well we've done. Um, I think yeah. so. so. But and yet that the, the hit 
that comes from it. But the the the, the idea of, of your dad, I mean, I, I would really hope that uh, first off that he he gets to you know worship in an online way. You know that he that like is mm. he that techie? Can he not really? Do stuff? Yeah. Not, Can you not just really. like lower a like a sanitized iPad? down a chimney at him or something well do you yeah. know what's happening is uh, my dad was he's a retired philosophy lecturer so he has a friend who's calling to him and they're walking at a distance and talking stuff like we talk stuff and that's what he needs he doesn't Grand. you know we're we're all chipping in but i suppose i'm conscious of of, of a lot that's he's one example uh, of a person who gets a lot of their social and and spiritual needs yeah. met and what I suppose what the church is, what, what are they going to look like after this? Are they going to be more online or, you know, um, I mean, this, I know this is all we do is hypothesize we're in the middle of this uh, and reimagine, but I do wonder what, what that's all going to look like when the, as you said, we're approximating normal, whatever date that yeah. happens, you know? Yeah. Um, we'll just pick the pews, right? So the pews are, uh, uh, really ancient thing so so literally sitting together um sitting together and and pews are not typically privileged right so the idea is you know during a funeral or during a wedding like a special occasion the pew is the pew ordering is privileged you get the the, you know the, the, the celebrants the mourners and so forth they go up the front yeah but most of the rest of the time you just, it's just first come, you know, you could be rich, you could be poor, whatever. First you, come, you, get the back seats. First come, get the... <laughs> lads done at the back with the arms closed, you know, all that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, orgies, you know, chatting yeah, away at the, the back. Front. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like both school kids. But the, the, that, that thing of the egalitarianism of it is, is, is fantastic. But that hmm. other thing of we're all sitting together on the pews. Think about the um, offering each other the sign of peace, right? Mm-hmm. how's that going to work? You know, it's like, you know, offer each other the elbow of peace. You know, that's well, did you, did you not see no. there was a headline like long before this, we even had a case in Ireland, there was an, a headline I shared that, you know, coronavirus update, uh, people to stop doing the sign of peace at mass. Wow. I actually think that's yeah. the best bit. No, I it is. I think it's the best bit. So, um, and I did happen yeah. to be at a mass in that period of time and 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 we all had to wave at each other it was it was surreal um <laughs> offer yeah. each other the vulcan greeting of peace you know <laughs> okay and, and, sure and com- communion is only gonna be uh like nothing on the tongue and all you know all this stuff so um yeah sure so so yeah like like so we're being mildly injected with ocd right? we are we are uh, and i'm very conscious now of time uh because mm-hmm. because we are going weekly we we probably are going going a little shorter on the episodes because you're you're mm-hmm. a busy man Stephen. Mm-hmm. i have there there are many uh many different sets of uh uh, uh students to bore uh on the internet um and yeah there's all these projects are just running 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 you know well um, i tell we, you we we'll probably talk again probably next week um yeah, sure, and hopefully sure, sure. hopefully um, hopefully why don't we do something where so we're given a space. Okay, we've all been given a space. Why don't we think about ways we use the space? Creatively, like. Yep. Or um, creatively or not. Destructively. 
you know, whatever, whatever. Also, I want to hear about the shed and maybe see some pictures. I'm going to keep the updates coming. I'll keep tweeting. Yeah, I'll tweet yeah, them for yeah. the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do like a, like a diorama, like an Ikea diorama for, you know, Absolutely. this could be your shed. Oh my God. Oh, that'd be amazing. That, be amazing. Well, okay. if I ever get that organized a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Uh, listen, right. Stephen, lovely lot. to chat to you. And see you later. See you later. Bye-bye. No worries. Good luck. Bye. You have been listening to Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, a Limerick Post podcast produced by Kean Reinhardt, theme tune composed and performed by David Blake. Follow Stephen Kinsler on Twitter at Stephen Kinsler. He's a Stephen with a PH. Anne Blake at AnneBlake78. She is an Anne with no E. And the Limerick Post at Limerick Post. If you have any questions, you can get to any of these Twitter accounts or follow the hashtag AnneSteveTalk.com.